Many a good hanging prevents a bad marriage. William Shakespeare. Wreck 3. What is up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of V Don't Eat Your Brain. I'm Zachary Ballard, and with me today again is Derek Carter. Uh, he was on for Rec 1 and 2, and tonight I have him recording with me for Rec 3 and 4, so uh, say hi, Derek. Hello. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so we were just talking about how um, these two movies were were pretty different. We'll talk about Rec 3 in this one and then Rec 4 in the next one. So let's just talk about Rec 3 for now. But we were talking about how these two movies are different from the first two. And to be honest, I hated Rec 3. I hated it <laughs> so much. Uh, what were your thoughts on it, Derek? I hate Rec 3 and 4. Um, Rec 3 feels like a bigger slap in the face because for the first 20 minutes, it's selling you on a movie that seems really cool. And then after those 20 minutes... yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it's like you. Uh, I I was so first of all, I would like to say I started watching the wrong movie, um, and it was nothing like the like I I can't remember what the movie's name was, but it was Spanish, and it had terrible like mm -hmm. like dub English voice acting over it, but like I I started watching the wrong movie. I'm like I don't think this is Wreck. I was like 15 minutes into it. I was like I don't think this is Wreck and I looked and it wasn't. It was right next to Wreck 3. And then I started watching Wreck 3 and I was like, "Okay, yeah. Like this is this is what I like. This is what I want, right?" And then yeah, 20 minutes into it, it just it just took a nosedive and I so I want to talk a little bit about like the logistics of like found footage and then switching from mm -hmm. found footage to traditional filming. Because they did that a few times. I don't know if you saw um, Paranormal Activity, the most recent one, uh, Next of Kin. But uh, yes, but yep. they did that a few times, and I didn't mind it because in those instances, it was it was in moments of like of like vulnerability for the characters, which which I didn't mind it. It was a little jarring, I will admit, but I didn't mind it. But I hated it in Rec Three. I did not like it at all. So, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> Okay, so in, in my notes for Rec 3, the second thing I have written down is, I really wish this was found footage, and I added to that note about 40 minutes later with, I wish this was the last time I So. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, like, it it was... And they totally could have kept it found footage in 3. Because they had two cameramen. They had two cameramen, but then they decided to lump the other two cameramen together and have... The one guy, I think it was the groom, he destroyed the one camera, which made no sense. Why would he do that? Yeah. Right? Um, like, I, I, when the groom destroyed that camera, I was like, oh, he's in on this <laughs> And that made it interesting. And I was like, oh, that's probably what the wife's secret is. Is like, because it shows that she has, like, a secret that she's keeping something from people um, in the beginning. I'm like, oh, she, <laughs> like, they are in on this. And I thought that would be a cool thing to do. But then, like, there was no reason for him to break the camera, and there was no reason for it to not be found footage. Yeah. Like, they could have split the two cameramen and then had one focus on the groom, one focus on the bride, because that's what we wanted to see. Right? Well, and for the first yeah. 20 minutes, they logistically are setting it up to be found footage. Like, it's 
Yeah. It's flowing like a found footage movie. It looks and feels like a found footage movie. They're all excited for it. And then it just never comes to fruition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I did not like it at all. Um I I think I think this one aside from a few shorts that I've I've done in the podcast, this is like the first mm-hmm. feature-length film that I didn't like that I'm doing for the podcast. Um I mean, I did pick pretty good ones for the first two seasons, but like Man, yeah, I was disappointed. I was really disappointed in it. Um, but anyway, yeah. um, I I had the thought when it started, I was like, man, nothing ruins a wedding like a zombie apocalypse. Because it, it is such a cool concept to have an outbreak yeah. happen at a wedding. I'm like, okay, this is supposed to be a really happy time, a really happy day, and it all goes <sighs> I love that, but they just executed it poorly. When think about all the possible scenarios you could have playing out at a wedding, like... You've got people yeah. the most vulnerable. <laughs> yes, exactly. And like, you could have, uh, they could have done so much with it. I mean, man. Another missed know. opportunity. I just, and I don't know why I know. they even had this dude at the wedding. But this guy in the SpongeBob mascot costume, I wanted to see what would happen with him with the zombie <laughs> apocalypse. Like, I hate, <laughs> no, it's Sponge John because of copyright yes. reasons, right? <laughs> yep. I. I didn't get it. Like, why? I, I don't know. Maybe things are different in Spain. But, like, they had the kids in a completely separate building. Yeah. And and I, I thought that was interesting. Um, it might be a different cultural thing. But, um, <laughs> and Sponge John was just there. And he was actually, he was actually a really good fighter. Which, like, I mean, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I, I did love the uncle um, mm-hmm. that, like, started the whole thing. I thought I thought like I just loved how his acting was was like more creepy than usual. And the thing I like about these zombies is that even the zombies have their own different personalities because it's a different virus, you know? Yeah. Like and I did enjoy I did enjoy that in this one, like sometimes the zombies would just charge you, but sometimes they would just stand there looking at you. And I, I do I do enjoy that aspect of the zombies in wreck and the wreck movies throughout. Is that like less in the Rec Four one, mm-hmm. um, less in Rec Four, but like still, the these zombies seem to have their own personalities, and and I like that because they they're supposed to because they're being possessed by demons because of the virus, you know. Yeah. And although yeah, they really did, I did like that. They didn't really go into so much with the demonic possession angle in this movie. I feel it. It almost feels like no, it's not at all. Thought. Yeah. Well, like we. And I was I was hoping for more of the story to be fleshed out, and the name threw me off because I was like, because it, it was Genesis, it was Rec Three Genesis, so I was like, okay, mm-hmm. it's it's a religious type zombie virus as well, as Genesis is the first book in the Bible, so I thought we were gonna see like Patient Zero get the virus. That's what I thought we were seeing. I thought the bride was supposed to be Patient Zero. And that's how she got the virus. And I was I was really disappointed. That already by would that. have been a that would have been a better movie already. Yeah. Than what we got. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah. I was pretty excited when they put on the knights armors and took up the swords and went to go fight zombies like they were part of like King Arthur's court. That was a cool part. That also that that didn't really pay off as much either. No. I feel like it's a movie of missed opportunities. Well they barely yeah, so many missed opportunities. They barely used the weapons. Did you notice that? They barely yeah. use them. I wanted to see that guy have that spiky it mace. It is a sword. Yeah, he has a sword, first of all. And the other guy had the spiky mace. 
and I wanted to see yeah. them go to town on some zombies. That's what I wanted. <laughs> they didn't give me what I wanted, Derek, and I'm pissed about it. And then, and I then mean, they straight up full up rip off Evil Dead at one point too, except with a chainsaw. It's a it's a sword, and it was like really. <laughs> uh, I I haven't seen a lot of Evil Dead, yeah. but and oh, it's there's an arm a... being cut off in an over the top manner. <laughs> oh okay, yeah yeah okay, but yeah. like. And the random chainsaw in a sewer, which you would never find yeah. a chainsaw in a sewer. They were just like, hey, let's just, like, add a chainsaw into this. Like, they had a thing the going. The part about that is, what's the first thing she does with it, Zach? Oh, what is the first? Oh, yeah, she cuts her dress with it. She cuts her dress yes, so we can see does. we can see her full leg <laughs> with her garter. Yeah. Bro, I was so mad. I mean, uh I mean, I I don't even yeah. I don't even want to talk about moral dilemmas in this episode. I just want to shoot the movie. Like, I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'm, that was, I'm just... As I was watching it, I was like, man, those other two, I I could really see a lot of moral dilemmas we could pull. This one is, what happens if it breaks out at a wedding? What happens if you know? Yeah, your possible your spouse is potentially pregnant. Okay, I guess I go save her. Yeah, like those well, the like, other two dilemmas. Yeah, honestly, but I yeah. mean, the chainsaw didn't make sense. They missed so many opportunities with the freaking um medieval weapons uh that could have yep. been really cool i mean it, it makes me want to do a zombie film at a wedding and just like not not with like the same concept of zombies but just like tell a good zombie film at a wedding and they have medieval armor and weapons and they just like <laughs> like actually do it correctly you know i don't know yeah um i feel like this could have yeah. been a good movie if they had kept it tonally creepy and they'd made it found footage like there's a winning yeah. formula here and that's why it's so frustrating that they messed it up. Yeah, they could have they could have made it found footage so easily. Like, because there's wedding video... Like, the hardest thing with found footage is trying to find a natural way to, to like, explain why they're filming, you know? And mm-hmm. they did that perfectly in the first two films. And they could have done it perfectly in the third one. They could have. Yeah. They really could have. And Well, he even gives the same excuse that we had in the other two of, I'm filming this so people can see yeah. it. And the groom is just like, not good enough, smash. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man. Yeah, I just hated this movie. Fun fact. Um, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, why didn't the groom want to be filmed? That's one thing that made no sense. Um, I guess we could talk about the pregnancy thing. Because, I mean, it just it just brought, like, urgency to why she needed to tell him. But, I mean, like, yeah. I, I feel like he would have wanted to save her anyway. I feel like they just threw that in yeah. so that they'd be like, oh, now he really needs to save her. You know? It's like it's they like, just got married. I'm like, He's gonna want to save her. I'm like, if I... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, remembering back to my wedding, like, if that happened at my wedding and I was separated from my wife, it didn't matter if she was pregnant or not. I would still want to save her. I'd still want to, like, find her, you know? Make sure she's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I feel like that was... um it was sort of a pointless moral dilemma that they threw in there, you know? It really was. Because if he's a good husband, if he's a good husband anyway, he would want to save her anyway. And he did want to save her before. He did want to, like, s- like see if she was okay mm-hmm. before, you know? But, like, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was, like, pointless. But, I mean, I guess it did raise the stakes. Can we talk yeah. about the uh, the most hateable character in this movie? Uh, who's that? He's only in there for, like, two scenes. Is he the guy? It's a guy who simply goes by the royalties man. yeah 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 yeah. his yeah. purpose at this wedding is just to, yeah yeah he's taking note of the songs being played first of all like i didn't know that existed like what was his job i didn't either <laughs> he's just 
uh, just, I guess, to take note of copyright issues with songs being played, like, it seemed like a racket. It seemed like a scammy job. And in my notes, I wrote, if the zombies didn't kill royalties, I would have. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it just seems like, like, why would you do that? Like, it's a wedding. People are trying to have fun. But, um, <laughs> but one, one note I did write about him was that when when a zombie was, like, attacking him, and then they mm-hmm. got him, like, on the ground, and he just kept swinging. The note I wrote was, like, if someone is, like, five minutes into a zombie apocalypse and immediately gets a chance to, like, continue swinging on someone without the trauma of being in a zombie apocalypse for a long time, or, like, almost being killed relentlessly for a long time, then you cannot trust this person. Like, at all. Right? Like... Yeah. Those moments are should be for people that have been through really traumatic situations and and like whether it's like a serial killer that has been trying to kill them for the whole movie, whether it is zombies and they've been in the zombie apocalypse for so long and they've gone and they've gone through so much trauma. But like this guy, five minutes in, is just wailing on him. And I'm like, yo. Um, He's got some unresolved. I cannot sure. <laughs> like I cannot trust you right now. Like that is insane to me. I just thought I just thought that was interesting that this royalties guy was actually a piece of <sighs> Also, referring back to the previous Wreck movies, we remember the dog's name was Max, and credit to those movies, mm-hmm. I still remember that the dog's name was Max when they brought up that a dog had bitten the uncle. I was like, hey, it was Max. Uh-huh. Max did that one. All yeah. Right. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I thought that was an interesting... Um, still want to still see that movie where there's the yeah. zombie outbreak in the pet store, but... You know that would have been a better record. <laughs> that would have been a better wreck, and it would have been yeah, a better genesis. It would have been a better sure genesis would've. because it is a genesis to the first two movies. Um, yeah, that's how it started. <laughs> God, I hated this movie. I'm just going through my notes, and it's all. Um, yep. Uh, da, da. Let me see. And they like tried to make it comedic, which I'm I'm okay with jokes in serious movies. And I'm okay with, like, little tropes of, like, characters in serious movies. But when you try to be, like, cheeky and, like, I don't know. I felt like they were just Look trying to be Look how over cheeky. the top we are. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't like it. Um, I guess the moral dilemma for this is, is this a good movie or not? Um, <laughs> not a very good moral dilemma because it's not a good movie. But, man. Oh. Especially if you like the first two. Exactly, and who wouldn't like the first two, you know? If this is your thing, yeah. if this is your wheelhouse, like, the first two are phenomenal. Um, one thing I wanted to mention is why do they all look like Patient Zero in the mirrors? <laughs> what the <sighs> f- is that, Derek? What the hell is that? I, I have no explanation for you. They thought it would look cool, question mark? <laughs> like, it's... Like demon, perhaps, if we're still tying it into demons, which I feel like this is the last of the series that really tries to make an effort to make a demonic position. Because with number four, it's just straight up zombies. Like they're, they're done playing the demon excuse. So. Yeah. I I don't I didn't I didn't get it because like they because it then it makes no sense why it's found footage. Cause I feel like mirrors and cameras operate sort of the same way in that sense where like in in the naked eye they look like themselves, but then in not the naked eye they look like patient zero, which patient zero wasn't the demon. It was the parasite that was in patient zero. That was the original demon. So it just didn't make sense. And I hated it. Um, 
<laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, oh, let's talk about... Okay, the one scene I did like, and um, you can judge me all you want for liking this scene, but the scene where they're rushing the children onto the bus, and I immediately thought, that's a bad idea. Um, <laughs> and then it really was a bad idea. You know, that just showed the movie had some cojones briefly, and then it just went back to sure. being over the top and just nonsense. But. Sure. Yeah, I mean, and I looked, and it looked like it was written by the same people. Yep. And I was like, why... I guess, I mean, maybe some producers had, like, some, like, the first two were so well done and creative that maybe some producers got a hold of it and were like, no, nah, we got to add this, in, you know, or we, you know. This we, is the most yeah. baffling part about three and four. Like, I, I know we'll get more into four in the next episode, but mm -hmm. when Rec 2 came out, it, it played festivals kind of like Rec did, and it got a lot of critical acclaim. And the news story broke mm -hmm. that, hey, there are going to be two more Rec movies the two directors of the first two were splitting off and both doing their own sequel mm -hmm. and fans were stoked because we were like, Oh my gosh, we get to see, you know, two different styles of sequel here, probably found footage because it's wreck. And mm -hmm. it so obviously did not turn out that way. And I think that makes it even more disappointing that you're like, well, this is made by one of the directors of the last two movies. <laughs> so yeah. I can't blame a new guy yeah. That is really disappointing. Yeah. yeah that is disappointing. Why would he do that to his perfectly good movies? I don't get it. I don't either. I don't get it. But, I, I mean, looking at my notes, there are a few moral dilemmas. Like, the, the one French girl that was, like, she was invited as, like, a as like a pity invite, almost. And uh, and she was like, I almost didn't come <laughs> to this. And so, I guess that is, a, that is a pretty good moral dilemma. Like, sometimes you can, like, have, like, almost not come to something and have it be, like, a really bad thing that you actually decided to go. And, I mean, like, it makes me wonder, like, I mean, of course, you can't really control that. Like, you know, you make decisions and sometimes things yeah. just happen. But tie tying it into religion, I remember, like, um, whenever bad things didn't happen, whenever I went to something, I would, like, be like, yeah, God's looking out for me, you know? But, some, but like, it just, it just happened that, like, it didn't, like, bad things didn't happen, you know? So, I don't know. I think it's just fate, but I think that's an interesting moral dilemma that we can talk about a little bit. Sure. Um, going to something and kind of watching it turn out to be a show or more of... Yeah, I mean, like, just, like, I don't know if, like, feeling, like, do you believe that your feelings about going to something or not have any weight to them? Or, like, because, like, sometimes I'll get, like, a gut feeling, like, I shouldn't go mm -hmm. to something. And then I find, or I shouldn't do something, and then I find out that it was a good choice. But sometimes I'll, like, I'll, like, feel like I don't want to go to something, and then I'll, like, miss out on something, you know? So I guess, like, what are your thoughts on that? So most of the time that I don't want to go to something, I'll just go with my gut and not go. And that there's obviously something that's up with me mentally where even if it is a fun time, I might not enjoy it just because of the state of mind and of feeling like I have to go to something. Whereas, mm -hmm. if I miss yeah. out on something and it turns out to be fun, I, I guess or I'm told that it's fun. It goes into the mindset of, oh, well, I'm glad other people had fun, but given how I was feeling that night, I might not have had fun, you know? Yeah, that that's a good mindset to have. I just thought it was funny. Like, I mean, it was obvious that they just threw it in there to be like, oh, now she has a really happy <sighs> night because, you know, yeah. she, she just goes to poorly go to this thing. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if it was like commentary really commentary but commentary on like 
um, you know, going to weddings that you're not really, like, you shouldn't really go to or going to events that you shouldn't really go to because yeah. you don't really have a connection with the people there. But I don't know. Um, so going I mean, from yeah. the opposite angle of the because mm-hmm. we've both, you know, gotten married in the last five years, I would say. Was, mm-hmm. uh, okay. So yeah. do you feel like there's pressure on the couple to invite people who, for all and you know, intents and purposes, maybe shouldn't be at that event, but there's a pressure coming from outside forces on the couple to invite people? 100%. 100%. I, so without getting too personal, mm-hmm. um... I didn't invite, so I got married in the temple, and as you know, uh, uh, people aren't, like, people that don't have a temple recommend aren't allowed to see a real Mormon wedding in the temple, uh, because, uh, they're not worthy to, you know, they're not worthy to go into the temple, and, um, but there were, there were a few people that I was told I should invite into the temple that could have gone into the temple that I decided not to. Mm-hmm. And because I was like, I don't feel like I have a very strong relationship with them and I don't really want them there. I feel like we have contentious relationships and, you know, I don't really want them there to bring further contention into, into this part. And I was, I was still pretty religious at the time, you know, so I, yeah. I, I saw that place as like sacred and stuff, um, at the time. And so I was like, I don't want any contention in this place. And it caused a lot of <sighs> drama. Of course it did. Um, and, and one of them actually showed up even though I didn't invite them oh, into wow. the temple. Yeah. One of them like actually like did show up and I was like, great, cool. But the other one, uh, we got into a pretty nasty, um, fight and, uh, Yeah. Um, I haven't. I feel like, like weddings bring. Since, but yeah, I feel like weddings just bring out the worst in people too. Sometimes I you know? yeah. Then maybe like maybe that is like sort of the message that should have been told in this story. Agreed. You know, like weddings, weddings do bring out the worst in people, and like, and they could have done so much. Like maybe Imagine there was drama. A scary found footage horror zombie movie at a wedding like yeah just imagine the contention that could be happening between well like maybe there's some drama with like the bridesmaid you know or and like there's there's, something like that um or there's like drama in between the two families like what if the two families don't really like each other you know Mm -hmm. like there were so many missed opportunities that they could have done um but i think in the space of the last 30 minutes we have listed like four different versions of this movie that are all exactly and man it makes me want to go do a good one but um yeah and i guess i sort of started rambling but yeah there is a ton of pressure to invite people that you don't like or that you don't want to your wedding because of superficial mm-hmm. reasons and i'm not really about that so i decided not to but it caused some unnecessary drama in my life that i didn't want you know oh, i get um, feel you I get it. And I feel like everyone wants the wedding to be what they want it to be, and they yep. don't care about the couple. Yep. And that's every wedding I've been a part of. And so, like, every wedding I go to, I just try to be chill. I just try to, like, have a good time, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm... It's not my... <sighs> I'm not there to, like, give suggestions. I'm not there to start... <sighs> I'm just there to have a good time because they wanted to invite me there, you know? Yeah. And, like... and And everyone just thinks, like... 
the wedding should be how they want it to be, and that's that shouldn't be the case, you know? No, it should be a day of celebration for the couple, the people yeah. getting married. Yeah, and it should be their day, you know? Agreed. Oh, speaking of which, the <laughs> the bride, um, she said to one zombie, it's my day, and then killed the zombie. I thought that was a bit cheeky, but okay. Yeah. If, if the whole theme was that, like, everyone was trying to change the wedding and that was always in the back of her mind, like it's my day, then that would have been a better, a better sell on that line, I think. But it wasn't, you know, everyone seemed to have a one liner. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone seemed to be having a good time. There was like barely any drama at the wedding, which it would have made a better story if there was drama. As far as, I don't know who your wedding dancing went, but, uh, they were highly choreographed in their wedding dance. Like I was like, damn, they practiced (laughs) this. Yeah, they were. They were so choreographed. I mean, me and Alina choreographed a dance together, but other than that, it wasn't like nothing was um, choreographed, at least with other people dancing, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, just a Cheeks film, you know? Yeah. Um, But I wanted to talk a little bit about like the emotional impact it would it would take on a person to see their whole family turn into zombies. <laughs> like, like not even like yeah. just cause in other zombie media, like it's their immediate family that they usually see, you know, but like at a wedding, it's your entire <sighs> family and it's your entire spouse's family and friends. Like everyone Uncles, is there. Cousins, yes. inner circle. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. And just the emotional impact it would take to like, yeah, I just think that's a fascinating concept. Something else that easily could have been explored, but it wasn't. I know, I know, man. Yep. Let's 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 go write it, bro. Let's write <laughs> a cool zombie wedding movie, and we have all of these different things intertwined in it that makes it an actually good story, man. Seriously. But yeah, I uh, I I think that's all I really wanted to talk about. Um, with Rack yeah, with Rec 3. Do you have anything else yeah. you want to talk about? I mean, I think we've kind of said it all. It's just not very good. Yeah. And it really should have been. Like, there's no excuse. It should have been bad. Yeah. Really. I mean, there's a few more dilemmas in there, but not, not like, really fleshed out ones, you know? Um, yeah. I, uh, I did want to talk a little bit about the ending, and I think we can wrap this up. Um, the ending pissed me off, too. Because, like... <laughs> She she gets bit, and yeah. and then you're like they have okay, their evil dead over. moment. Yeah, they yeah they have their evil dead moment, and then like they they walk out. Everyone's telling them to like put the weapon down and stuff, and you know I don't know. It just it ended poorly too. I think the best part the best part of the movie was the first twenty minutes, and then when the when the zombies go on the bus full of the kids <laughs> like that like. Whenever, whenever horror feel like movies, yeah, from completely different movies too. Yeah, exactly. Like the, the bus scene is from a crazy over the top, can't be zombie gore fest, and the first twenty minutes are a sign of the movie that could have been. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, that's all I wanted to talk about. Do you? You don't want to talk about anything else? <laughs> no, nope, I think we've said all we can really say. <laughs> all right, sounds good. All right, we will be back after a short musical interlude with a moral dilemma.
And we are back. All right, Derek, here is your moral dilemma. Uh, kind of a stupid one, like the movie. Um, <laughs> would you ever crash a wedding? Pre-marriage. Possibly. Post-marriage, absolutely not. Okay, so explain that a little bit. So, before I, you know, have been with my wife, previously my fiancé and girlfriend for five years now, mm-hmm. I there might have been a point in my life where I could have been convinced to crash a wedding with a couple of friends if I didn't really have any you know, spouse or significant other just to have fun and see what would happen. But mm-hmm. now that I have a spouse and I'm pretty happy and secure in my life, I feel like there would never really be an urge for me to crash a wedding. Yeah. I mean, like, even if I wasn't, like, invited to a wedding that I felt like I should have been invited to, I still don't think I would crash it. I'd just be mm-hmm. like, eh, okay, whatever, you know? But, like, yeah, I mean, and I never crashed a wedding before I was married. Um, but I think if it was, like, a fun little thing, I might have. But I don't yeah. know. If it was, like, in a <laughs> playful situation, that's the only way I could have ever seen that happening. Not yeah. in a vindictive way. Yeah, I, I don't think I could have ever done it in a vindictive way. But I could have yeah. I could have done it in like a playful thing like hey let's go get free food like you're just chilling with your bros hey exactly but, okay let's go get free food you know whatever but like make up some names um, that sound official for yeah. the relatives <laughs> yeah just like just like say oh I'm like cousins to this guy you know yep and Uncle Jack's invited. kid <laughs> yeah 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 whatever um you know people don't know everyone in the family so it's fine but yeah yeah I'm I'm with you there I'm with you all right well that's the episode um. So uh, thanks for being here, Derek, and uh, we'll go on to record another episode. But um, yeah, all right. Well, thank you guys for listening, and stay safe and stay sane. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Feed Don't Your Brain. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Feed Don't Your Brain. You can also follow us on Twitter at Zacky the Zombie. Also, feel free to email us with any questions, comments, or concerns at FeedDon'tYourBrain at gmail.com. You can also follow Fortune Horseman on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can donate to our Patreon page called Feed Don't Your Brain on Patreon. Thank you all for listening, and stay safe and stay sane.